And we're here, supernova living, down in Progression Record Studio. <laughs> Flying through the universe in the spaceship. Okay, so here, check this out. So earlier I'm scrolling through Twitter and I see uh, like the Mount Rushmore of you know um, artists and cities. And they were saying like Atlanta is untouchable. And you had like Gunna, Young Thug, um, 21 Savage, um, and a couple other legends I'm sure I'm fucking missing at the moment. But... Uh, somebody commented under and said, well, we can't really consider 21 Savage ours, right? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that kind of got fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's fine. Just put Jit in there and we're good to go. Like, I still think that we're on top of shit. But let me get your opinion on that, even though maybe you're not so versed with, like, who's from where. But is Atlanta on top of the rap game for you guys? Yeah, absolutely. Rap when it comes to rap. Yeah. 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 Rap. Just. Just rap. rap. Just. Yeah. Just rap. Let me make. That and you're a trying huge to make point, this bro. clear why? Because, bro, Atlanta people think that rap is the only music in the world, dog. It's like you oh. know, it, I. That's a for sure. You just thing. think that they kind of like want to own something, and if they own something, it's gonna be rap. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I've been thinking this a lot lately. Like Atlanta needs to progress in opening their mind up bro it's yeah. like whatever they were taught from a young kid from their grandma whatever they ate from that whatever knowledge they were taking from that like they don't move past that shit bro like, and, like I, what has been what has been happening to make you see that i mean just the way atlanta is right now dog i wake up every morning bro and see someone else getting shot bro like i see someone else getting shot and then i see someone else going and bumping this song about this dude who's fucking dope because he blows people's heads off you know what i'm saying and i'm like People are out here fucking like, oh, bro, cops killing black people and shit. But like, bro, like, look at the stats, dog. <laughs> like, it, the, we're killing each other. Like, and I'm not uh, associating myself with black people, obviously. But like, I have a lot of black friends that bump this shit, but yet still have problems with how they move and shit. And I think that all correlates back to the music that we listen to, bro. Because I mean, like, as much as as guilty as I am of listening to it, I do understand that that shit's not me. And that is, like, a huge distinction that Atlanta people don't have between music and who that they really want to be and really stand for, bro. They, they're just far behind in that shit. So. I think we saw that in the Xanax era where uh, artists had to really take a look at themselves and what they were singing about and what they were manifesting into their lives. Yeah, they stopped taking Xanax and started taking Percocet, so good job, Atlanta. Moved on to something. It's not just Atlanta doing that. I promise yeah. you it's a epidemic across Bruh. the entire United States. I understand Shout out opioids. But fucking bro, hell. Atlanta is fucking a different breed, bro. No, I will say, yeah. like, it, it seems like as as much as the city is trying to center around something and make it their own, like, they are forgetting about other, let's call them genres for now. I think they're, it's a good city to stop in for tours, whether you're the Foo Fighters or whether you're yeah. JID. So it's not like we aren't having that music out here. I mean, you guys live you know, near Lakewood Amphitheater. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you hear all the different music outside your back door. Yeah. But what I think when it comes to like, what is playing in the student dorms at Georgia State? What is playing in the streets of Atlanta? It's like kind of closed-minded, maybe to just rap. Like, well, and, and the people that are coming to these Lakewood concerts, they don't live here. Yeah, they live in the outskirts of Atlanta. They live OTP. They come here and get the hell out. <laughs> they come here for the night and dip, dog. Yeah, that I mean, it's, true. it's, it's 
it's not to say that like Atlanta is prude in the way that they select their music. I think we are very open-minded when it comes to culture and acceptance. True. I think you see that in the LGBTQ community here. And I think that all music is kind of welcome, but the one that is appreciated the most and kind of put on that podium as a result of, you know, mainstream award shows and stuff like that is rap. Because well, I like rap's well, the we're only one. It. I, you can say that they accept all genres. They accept people listening to all genres, but they don't necessarily accept the people making other genres of music. Yeah. Well, but I even th- I even think that people in Atlanta are probably tired of walking down the street and one out of every three people they see either considers themselves an artist, an entertainer, or a model. I mean, I think we have that a lot, just a like LA. Dealer. Yeah. I mean, I think cities <laughs> That's like. A huge uh, LA and stuff like that like they have those people too and Atlanta has that too where it's like all right we get it it's Atlanta you guys are out here grinding um and that makes up the majority of our labor force because of the output that we're doing for music for entertainment for movies and for tv but where's their money coming from get their money from selling drugs or scamming people bro I got a very big bias against Atlanta right now because I love it so much. You know, like when yeah, I came, yeah, and you hate to see and it going to that. To yeah. see it fucking going to wreck, bro. Because we're known as the number one music capital in the world. Quit putting out average ass rap music. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying every fucking song that comes out is average, but I would say a majority of Atlanta artists right now are just fucking putting that shit out, dog. Like, and I hate that shit, bro. And what's crazy is like one of the best people to do it, and he's still like rapping about gang shit is 21 savage to me you know like he he's put out a few albums but it's not like he's putting out a track every week like um nba young and i know he's not from atlanta but this is a huge dude that is listened to in atlanta is a nba young boy and shit like that like man puts out a track every other week and people think he's goaded young thug be putting out some weak ass tracks bro like and i'm not even gonna lie he has some hard tracks but he'll just like go on a track and i'm like what like someone pay for that shit bro yeah. there's no way bro <laughs> That song that he has on, um, what, what is it? Uh, the song with him, Gun- oh, on MGK's oh, new album. Uh, um, Dying California. Yeah, Dying California. Yeah. I'm like, bro, like, what the fuck are you even saying? <laughs> like, like, I just, I don't know. I think that the, the level of what's acceptable is not okay to, in Atlanta because we are the number one hip-hop capital of, the, capital of America, at least, you know what I'm saying? Like... And I just think that they're not respecting that shit like other people do. So. Yeah. Well, you know where Swish would feel respected and the direction of this podcast. Um, drum roll, please. Is there like an announcement coming? Oh, yeah. That's all right, all that's enough. Thank yeah, you. I'm not very on beat. We're moving to Cali. Ooh. Moving to California. Bang. Welcome to the hotel. Come on, you guys got to sing a California song right here. Oh, no, I die in California. See, he's got his. Come on, go, go, go. You can't steal his. You got to come up with your own. When people talk about Atlanta, they say, oh, this is where we get tax cuts for movies, like all this shit. Shout out Georgia tax cut, by the way. That's amazing, but bro, we're not respecting it. You know, like, bro, we have... Well, our problem is currently that, you know, at least in the movie and TV industry, um, it's, it's not like... Okay, you're coming here to film for locations for the tax credit, but you're still bringing talent from LA. True. Yeah. Like That's we have plenty true. of talent that is homegrown grassroots right here in Atlanta. As I say, one out of every three people you walk past downtown Actors. is either an actress, a model, or an entertainer or an artist. Well, like, do you have like a sh- like 
are you talking about a show in particular, like Atlanta itself? In you regard to what? Like, you think that that is like a slept on type of shit? Because I, I think that got its credit. Everything that's been based out of Atlanta has really gotten credit. What I'm really pointing to is the fact that like we'll shoot all these things in Atlanta, mm. but the actors, the, oh, okay, the okay. production crews, the studios that are you know putting the money up and coming over to make these are still from LA. Are still from LA. Yeah. And yeah. even if you're you know if you're big actors are out in LA and they live out in LA. I understand. We don't expect them to come buy a house out here. What I expect is that you cast your extras, homegrown. Mm-hmm. Show that I expect, love. You know? Yeah, show the love, exactly. When your production crews come out, when you're catering, like, and and I think that is more important to our labor force within the industry than anything because that creates more jobs than the people who want to become the actors and the actresses. Mm-hmm, right. You know? And, like, that's where I'd like to see Atlanta get a little bit more respect, at least in the entertainment world yeah now now, like okay i know that i just like was bitching earlier about it but like i don't want anyone to think that like i'm talking about it as a whole you know like because and i'm included in that whole so i am talking about like some shit that i deal with on a daily basis so it's not like i'm like everyone in atlanta is like this bro because like then i would be lying about myself so but i would say majority of people that i run into is who i'm talking about you know hey, and then yeah, there's nothing all, we're all saying is throwing shade out of atlanta because God, yeah no because we, we have fucking we have, city, fucking, we have uh, tyler perry studios right next to us right. and he's shown so much love yeah. to the city bro absolutely we have sure. shout um, out to tyler perry we yeah. have lakewood obviously there and then where, what's that other music studio that just moved down uh, you're talking about um what oh used to no screen Trillist. gems is the one that i'm talking about is right next oh. to us tyler perry's an exit down so like i'm saying like we have that shit but I'm, I'm not really directly saying it to those type of people, you yeah. know, that actually and are And you don't want it to work. come across that, like, the move over to L.A. is as a yeah, result of the fact you're saying, like, man, fuck this place. No, bro, the reason I'm moving to L.A., bro, is because I feel like I've made my mark on this city. I've contributed or contributed enough for what I think, and, you know, it'll keep going. Don't mind, but I, if, like, you know, if my talent is not going to be used as much here, let's go to another city and make our mark even bigger. You know yeah. Like, you feel underappreciated here? Uh, not underappreciated, but definitely boxed in. Um, yeah. I think that anytime I touch the mic, they're like, oh, here's that white boy is about to rap. You know, <laughs> and like, I don't give a shit what people think. That's not the thing, but it's like, I'm not going to go to every bar and people would even give me a chance because of the way I look, bro. Like, and that shit is insane to me, dude. Like, cause everything that Atlanta has stood for is equal rights for everyone, bro. I think that's the coolest thing about the city. Like, bro, we torn down... Like, as, as much as, like, older people get offended by this, bro, we ter- torn down statues because, like, bro, those people were literally racist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Guapo, talk to me about, like, your mentality behind the move. Like, scary a little bit or, you know, got, like, butterflies in your stomach? Um, I'm really, I feel like I'm more just anxious for what's to come. Like, I'm just really excited because we have so many, like, connections that we've been recently making out there you know um and it's just gonna be really sick yeah because you guys just got back from la like what two three weeks ago yeah literally have you kind of told like your fans kind of like in depth what you were out there doing not too much we gave them a little bit of insight uh we showed them what was going on with fuego uh, we Wait, oh there. yeah, that's that app you guys got uh, started with what probably a couple months ago, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, December, the, at least on the beta version, weren't you guys one of the first like group of artists involved? Yeah, shout yeah. out to Bex. Shout out yeah. to Celine. Celine. Yeah. Shout out Celine. Shout out the manager. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Celine actually exited the music industry, so she got in, dropped some amazing 
gems. Credit for yeah. us and dipped. So wow. shout out Celine Hell and yeah. good luck in her endeavors. Yeah. I think right here we're actually gonna add the some of the Fuego podcast. See, there's well, a, there's a reason why uh, Grammy award winning. Uh, five-time, ten-time platinum producer Ronnie J hops on on Fuego, right? Yeah, one of our boys. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and as soon as he downloads it, within minutes he hears you. Really? And he hits you up immediately. Yeah. Right? Bro. Didn't yeah. didn't Ronnie J? Yeah. Immediately DM you. Yeah. No, he did, bro. He followed me on Fuego too, which is crazy. Time. And, and just so <laughs> everybody knows, because we actually didn't even say it, this, this is Guapo Tank. I love this kid, An artist. I love your little crew, man. I think you guys are dope. Oh yeah, man, dude. We 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 shot a move, man. That's why we're out here, you know. We um. Yep. We we love y'all, you know. We fuck with Fuego so heavy. No, but straight up, you guys, uh, like, like you've been part of Fuego before we were even out. Yeah, literally during Fuego, right? bro. Yeah. And 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 Swish is hopping on here. Yep. Um, and there he is. for people Swish who don't know, so dollar sign. Did you did you who yes, found dollar who? signs? Dollar did Swish. You find him or her? Find like who? So how do we find who y'all? Yeah, how did you find him? Me. Oh, I told y'all. So actually, he's my younger cousin. We didn't yeah. um, spend too much like quality time when we were younger together. We were mm. around each other. So she was managing you, and then you came across him. He's like, "Yo, this kid's yeah. hot." Yeah, we actually held an event called the Flash Album, which uh, we got like. 19 producers and artists and locked them in my well didn't lock but we locked in they're <laughs> trapped we were all trapped no escape yeah but for two days we just locked in and recorded music and i invited him because i saw potential in him and he literally he got to this um studio which was like a, he just showed up like mad happy right right yeah yep. but he was quiet you know? he was quiet so i had no idea what to expect uh. and then all of a sudden he stands up when the beat's playing he just stands up in the back and i'm like oh shit what's about to happen yeah. and then he just lays down this crazy <laughs> hook and i was like Wow. And how old how old were you at the time? Uh, I was 16. Hey, Turn that up. Wow. L live freestyle for the first time live on the Fuego podcast. Guapo Tank up, in the yeah. building. Cobra. Oh, look. Tell me way too many things. Girl, you know I didn't believe you. I tried to give you diamond rings, but you going down my brain, but you going down my way. No. You know I'm trying to be with you. But you just taking off, babe. Trying to be with you, no, you know I'm gonna go now, way. You know I gotta be with you. I'm running away, but you want them diamond rings, babe. Hold up, I said hold up. You just trying to go and pull another strong cup. You just trying to go and pull another strong cup. You just trying to go and mess up all my heartstrings, babe. Why you gotta go and leave me for Patron, yeah? I'm just trying to go and love you, leave me alone, yeah? No way, I said no way. I just run away from your love like another fucking thing, no babe I say no way, I just gotta go and take my own path and pay Hey baby, you know I cannot be with you You know baby, I cannot believe you Your heart is fucking see-through, know you had to go through I cannot go deceive you, no way Tryna go and be with you Wait, no, we can't cut that. No, what? No, there's no... Fun. We can run another one. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Whoa, stop. Troy, don't lie to me. Was yeah. that planned? No. No, that, that was... Not, that was not lying. No, no, dude. Stop, 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 stop. Are you telling me <laughs> he didn't have that beat set up? That's no, definitely not. Uh, he wouldn't even hit that beat, probably. He would be yeah. the next one. Yo, yeah, me, I wouldn't let, even let, hit that let, one, let honestly. Let me just tell you something. That was... In fucking incredible. Incredible. Yeah, in fucking incredible. Yeah. I've never, 
Never. Yeah. Anything like that in my life. Hey, yeah. you know, you know, y'all should. Yo, yo, the dude wrote so hard on that. Beat. <laughs> I thought it was a song he wrote. Dude, thank you, bro. It, it fit perfectly. <laughs> I it thought was, it was a song he wrote. Hey, like, like a glove. If someone don't call and sign you. Yeah. Yo, I'm telling you, off this hey. podcast, you're, you're bullshit. We don't, we don't want, we don't want, we don't want him to get signed. Yeah. Hopefully, so, hopefully, uh, we could do something where we could do some joint thing. But I'm already with for, I'm already with my team, pro baby, pro way. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like Guapo, you got some communication with the CEO and the founder just like through the app, like they yeah. were reaching out to you and they said, hey, like come out to LA. What's the, how did that start? Um, it was more of like a relationship that uh, was built after a few drops on the app. So I posted a few songs. Actually, my last release, Closure, was the one that caught Sonny's attention, which is one of the people you'll see on the podcast whenever you check it out. He's like the CFO. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but uh, he hit me up just because he liked the track. And after getting to know me for like two, you know, three months, he, I just told him, I'm like, we're going out to LA. It would be dope if we could link up, you know, and uh, do something. So he brought up the idea of maybe doing a podcast and met Jeremy and all them, and we got it done. So Jeremy's the CEO of Fuego. Yeah, Jeremy's the the founder and CEO yeah. of Fuego. So. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah, that was real cool, bro. Like um, whenever you guys told me it was happening, uh, I think. Bex texted me and was like, you should, I wish you were here to see uh, Guapo drop a freestyle like he just did. So, <laughs> yeah, dude, that, that was, was cool sick. Yeah, yeah that was sure. one of our best freestyles that we've had. Like, on, I mean, obviously, it wasn't like, whoa, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. But we've had a few podcasted, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it doesn't always go. Because, like, you know, you don't, bro, <laughs> yeah. as much as you, like, watch these uh, uh, podcasts and yeah. radio show interviews and they're like, freestyle, five fingers of death, yeah. and they just come yeah. and rip that bitch. Well, bro, they got sent that beat a month ago, bro. Yeah. <laughs> They've been writing to that shit for a month, bro. I would. I remember we went to Georgia Songbirds and um, like we hit that podcast, and I had no idea what to st- talk about, bro. Because I'm in the middle of North Georgia in the mountains, so it's like you know it gives you a different vibe when you yeah. want to rap. And then he turns on this like. 80s rap beat. Oh, it, yeah, bro. Like, and yeah, I was like, your your faith is all in the podcaster's yeah, hands. Like, yeah. please pick a good beat. Yeah. Please, like, don't look at me like that while I'm talking but, because now I'm a little self-conscious. But, I mean, all due respect to uh, Jesse, he's an awesome dude, but he just, like, I think he literally went on YouTube and typed in rap beat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like they did. Yeah. Well, Literally, they yeah. kind of went, you know, status quo with Guapo. I think they did like post Malone yeah. type yeah. beat. But it was, oh, it was my, like third one. It, it was my fault though, because I, I was like, yeah, it's doing a post Malone type Yeah, beat. I, I think, think you did say that. Yeah. 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 I think I even commented on that podcast. He's like, bro, you did not just come up with that. Like, don't tell me you planned that beat. And I looked at him and I said, bro, I'm not going to lie. Like, Guapo wouldn't hop on that. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> did say that. I, I mean, it was kind of wet. Nah, he usually wouldn't hop on that. Yeah. That's it actually funny. was actually kind of fire. That I listened back to it. That beat was kind yeah. of hard. It's but. so funny to me that like everyone's go-to thing when they're interviewing artists is like freestyle. Yeah, let me hear your yeah. talent on the spot. Go. Even play. though it's like yeah, most artists don't record that way. I mean, maybe you get more in the rap side of things a freestyle artist, but in the the majority of musicians do not just go up there I and think freestyle. Speaking sure, earlier cool. on what we were talking about city to city wise, I think Atlanta's actually known for that type of method when it comes to being in the booth. I remember right. Harlow was talking about definitely how, punching. Yeah, yeah. He said he stopped talking about. He called it punching. Yeah, punching. Um, yeah, he talked about like how that was never part of his style, and when he started recording with people in Atlanta, he had to pretty much like get with the shit and like keep up, and they were all punching, and so. Yeah, I think Atlanta's, like, at least stylistically kind of known for going off the top. And I'm sure a lot of other cities are, too. 
But yeah, LA, man, that's an exciting move. When you guys started talking to me about like when you got back and the results from that and, and kind of the opportunities that were out there waiting for you, it sounded like you were like waiting to get back. And so to hear you say now that, you know, you're planning the move, you're going to get stuff together in Atlanta to make sure that you can still run the studio and still have, you know, everything that you've created here up and running and operationally sound. But you're also going to, and do you consider it like a leap of faith? Or do you consider it like an no. estimated? Dog. I, think, I mean, obviously everything I do is a leap of faith, but I guess I've just gotten so used to it that I'm just like, what do you mean? I'm it's just <laughs> kind of like next step. They're all planned leaps. Oh, you know, like you don't get butterflies in your stomach because, I mean, look, you just built a studio out in the past calendar year or two. Like you've put a lot into your work here. And now to hear you say like, yeah, it's the move to go out to L.A. right now is like, hey, man, that's hard to admit to yourself sometimes. Nah, not not really. But that's all. I've never been a material materialistic person, and that even goes with like home. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, and that just goes into a deeper subject of like my past and shit. But uh, I've always been around people that travel, and dude, like I just want to keep doing it. You know, like yeah. I I don't want to stay in Atlanta. Don't want to. Like, I de- like your you know feet I just down. get tired of shit, bro. Yeah, like, I feel you. I moved five I times when I was a kid, and I think I, it's a little. There's yeah. there's a little bit of that in me as well because it's like mm-hmm. the idea of having friends that have like stayed lived in the in one house their entire life is blasphemy. I'm yeah. like, there's no way. Like I that's a jail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro. At that point, you, you like I just. My life is already a really routine enough to try to be the star that like I want to be. So it's like, dude, if I can just get the fuck out of this house for a second, I, like I, if I just walk outside, you know, like that is some type of shit to me. So yeah. going across the country and doing shit is just like, just the same feeling I would get if I was touring. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like new shit. I like yeah. feeling like I'm not at home sometimes. You That's know? what I'm saying. Yeah. Not saying I won't get homesick, but you know. Yeah, we're going out there to meet some dope ass people too. So yeah. you know, not really meet, but link back up with them. Establish, you know. you know, those relationships, not just like a hey, I'm in Atlanta, you're in LA, like I'll see you and I see you. Yeah, but like no, like, like I'm out here. Let's yeah, get it. This my guy. Like, what's yeah. up, man? How what's you up? doing, bro? Yeah. <laughs> it's impressive to me, like, cause I always want to travel and I always want to move. I'm down to like I'm I feel the same way. I don't want to be stagnant very long. But to make it happen and to like have a plan to make it happen is incredible to me the way that literally we sat down one day all of a sudden a few hours later we had a plan to go out there that was actually viable that actually made financial sense so talk to me about that because like this is all kind of so new right like we've had conversations about this over the past let's call it two weeks about this being like a oh no we're for real um bex you're the manager of these two Swish, you're the homeowner and, you know, the owner of Progression Records, but also an artist that is managed by Bex. Like, what goes into the strategy here? Is it like a Swish, you kind of feel like you have to do it all yourself, or Bex is also taking on a part of that scheduling? When it comes to, like... Just the entire move, the the strategy behind picking up and moving to L.A., establishing yourself there. I mean, I've been talking about moving to L.A. for like three years. You know, and um, other than that, yeah, we just move as one unit. So I guess it's like a combined effort when it comes to that. Like I even said that the other day, bro, like we're together so much that it's like we feel like one person almost at some times, you know, like we have our separate entities, obviously, but 
most of the time, like, we're like, okay, we're, we're going to Duncan. All right, let's go to Duncan, y'all. Oh, we're going out to the club. Yeah, let's but, go, you, know, you know, saying you're going out to Duncan and saying you're going out to L.A. are two <laughs> it's separate so things. It's different, bro. I'm telling you, like, dog, it's not different no, to I, me. No, I, I understand you know? that. I understand that from, like, the team's point of view, right? You're in it to win it. All of you guys are committed just the same amount. So all I'm saying is just, like, from the point of now there's work to be done, not for what we were doing for the Atlanta scene or for our music. Now I have to think about an entire movie on top of all that stuff and so like bex how do you as the manager look at okay you know swish just told me we're moving to la i'm all in let's do this but what do i do now i think for me first and foremost it was about making sure that it made financial sense because we didn't build up this studio and build up their careers just to bankrupt ourselves in within the first six months of being out there so like we talked about the studio will function here Hopefully their artistry will continue to take off. We can take this custom song thing that we're doing with us. That's a another topic which we haven't gotten into, but that's a great source of revenue. But yeah, basically that was my first and foremost. That was my thing was financial sense. Second, I was put in charge of booking for the summer because we don't currently have a booking agent that we're operating with. Um, that just, we haven't found one that really works for us. So all that work that I did to book concerts for the summer here now is not necessarily at the forefront anymore. Obviously the ones that we've already committed to were committed. Right. We're, we'll find a way to get back here. Of course. But the ones that we're on the fence about or the ones that aren't haven't been paid gigs, in, yeah. then, you know, I want to book California concerts that we fill those blanks with so now yes i'm starting from square one but yeah i think that's cool bro i think yeah i mean there's there's a lot of excitement in that idea and weirdly enough i feel like it might help our scene here in atlanta to be in la because it's kind of that grass is always greener on the other side kind of feel okay yeah so i'm i'm not saying that's for sure thing but i'm hoping that that's kind of the thing that people get away from is like, oh, we didn't take advantage of when they were living here. Now yeah. that they're gone, we see their talent. So I guess that goes back to your question of if we feel unappreciated. It's not the fact that we feel unappreciated. Like, we just know how much we're worth and we know our work ethic and we just don't think a lot of people are matching that shit right now. Yeah. You know, and we want to get to the people that are. I'm not saying obviously I'm not saying there's no one like of course not Atlanta you know because we've seen amazing traction over the past year or so especially with your recent drops and you know sidekick and um, everything you said you know it's not like uh, you're not taking care of business on the music side Uh, we're just hoping for a bit more reciprocation and expansion in the listeners and the ears that we're hitting because you know to say that what we haven't already established in Atlanta isn't going to continue to grow while you're out in LA would be a lie let's challenge that a little bit so like swish and uh bex you know from an artist or a manager that might be listening to this and they're saying to themselves uh we've been talking about making a move out to la because we just think that's our scene out there like we feel like we'd just be more appreciated over west coast um what are kind of like the things you talked about making sure it's financially viable in the first place but like what other obstacles should you consider before kind of doing it is there like a dude just don't think about it or is like hey like make a calculated move have money for rent when you get over there uh you know kind of have those resources talk a little bit about like what you think well 
obviously the money, but besides the money, we need to be calculated in a sense that we don't want to get stuck. In, uh, we don't want to go after things so hard that we get put into like a category before we are even exposed to what options we have. Um, you know, we don't want to rush into, say, a deal with someone on a sponsorship on a mid-level, mid-tier level with a brand, and then in a month, we're blown up so much that we could have gone for much higher, but we didn't take our time and make sure it made sense for us. So I think me and you as well, Colin, um, I think that's going to be our job is, okay, in the midst of all this excitement and all this new and all the these people that are going to want to get their hands on these amazing artists, I think it's our job to sit back a little bit and be like, does this make sense for us right now? Or do we need to wait and make sure that we're exploring all of our And options? that's kind of like opposite of the attitude of like, get over there and, and go wild. Like tell everybody your name, which is kind of part of it, right? Like get out there, get exposure. But, like, the moment you do see a little traction, don't just blindly jump into it because that's the first bait that's, you know, the first fish that's bitten on your bait type thing. And for you two, does the music change? Like, is there a, all right, we're making the move out to L.A., maybe we start thinking less about this style and more into this style? Is it the beats you choose? Anything. Um... <clears throat> not my personal music I, I don't think so um if anything i might grow i'm just gonna grow as an artist um being around other people that are great you know that i <clears throat> am going out there for because these are people that i see um a great deal of like interest in you know these are dope people that i think are cool um you you want to sorry i've kind of <laughs> No, you're okay. Lost where I was going. No, I, feel, I, I think that you said it right. I think that, like, obviously we're not going to change ourselves and how we do it, but we're definitely going to be heavily influenced by being out there and being around different shit, bro. Like, um, we get, Guapo gets sent a lot of beats yeah. from people in Atlanta or people everywhere, but, like, the beats that we got out in L.A. were just so different, and they gave us a new feel. He even For said, sure. like, when he listened to it, he almost, like, literally teared up. You know, like, not in the point of where he's, yeah. like, being a little bitch about it, you know, but like he was just like, oh my god, like yeah. bro, like finally, fresh. Something it was just so special, bro. like yeah. Like, and I think um, and so maybe it's just like that's where the sound changes. A yeah. Little yeah, but and obviously like yeah, we might I change. I wouldn't feel bro. the sound like too much. I mean, you never know what's gonna happen. But, of course not. Um, and you always expect to grow and make better music. It was just such an amazing experience of making the music that it can just only get better from where I'm at. You know. Um, a lot of the times I'm getting sent packs and now I'm in the studio physically with another person and hearing what they have to say and just, you know, boosting what I can put on something, you know, the same and way that he's making custom songs for people. Producers are now making custom songs for him. Yeah. So yeah. that is a big change that I've already seen in, well, I guess you can call it not even the move yet. Just the visiting LA for sure. Um, I, the producers want to get their hands on you, whereas here they're sending you beat packs of, and they're it's mostly rap, so it doesn't really make sense for y'all to yep. sit in the studio and try to come up with more. You know, reached out. We were reaching out to a lot of people while we were in LA, just trying to you know make make something pop yeah. um, and hop in the studio or something. At the real Ryan Av, he just hit me up and he was like, "Dude, you're really dope," and uh, I think all like both of us 
uh, could also make something really cool together. And yeah. he sent me a pack, and uh, it was really sick. So hell yeah, yeah, cool. And um, another thing for artists out there, get the fuck on Bumble business, bro. Like, cause Bumble, yeah, bro. That's our Swish is giving away our secret weapon right there. <laughs> okay, we'll bleep that shit out. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we'll put it in. We'll put it. We in. like to be transparent on this side. Yeah, bro, we're but it really I'm is. Like, I mean, because no one's gonna like I said, bro. Everyone, I think that it's a even playing field all around, bro. Everyone has the same playing field. Like you show up to a baseball game one day and it rains, you know fucking sucks everyone else has to play in the rain you know like yeah. sucks that it's freezing fucking cold yo but you gotta <laughs> go out else there just like that, that motherfucker's yep. gotta go out right. there so i really don't mind sharing some of my sauce because i highly doubt that half the people have you the still gotta put in the work ambition to do yep. it bro still gotta put in the work that's what's no, but that, it really, so Bumble Business helps you guys essentially connect dog. with those kind of we people that you're hoping to connect with. It makes a big difference when you're in a city where you know maybe four people and you can't hit them up 12 hours out of the day every day. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. Let, me ask you, sure. let me ask you a face value question to get back to like the L.A. thing. Because um, as you know, the creative director of there Progression Records, um, the move out to LA is what, like a monumental part of your career? Amen. Like, I mean, like I said, bro, like, I, I don't, when did I link back up with you? I guess that was a year and a half. 2019, uh, oh, call shit. it October. Yeah, we oh, made a yeah, music video you were together. The videos I hit you up because I had a class. Yeah. I was like, this motherfucker could help with my homework. Yeah, no, for <laughs> sure. Um, but, dude, like, I don't know if you remember, but I have been begging to be in LA of bro. course like, yeah. I, I fucking love LA period so that's one thing and I just I have always felt at home in LA bro like and I don't know I feel like that might be cliche dog but when I touch down in LA bro like I flip a switch dude it is like completely different so I think it also helps for you because you have someone that is essentially your family out there yeah the the guy I was uh I was basically raised from like ages 14 13 to like I mean, I guess still to this day, but by uh, Jamal Anderson, and he is like the shout out Dirty Birds, shout out Dirty Birds, and <laughs> I, I don't know if a lot of y'all know, but uh, he definitely maneuvers like a superstar, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so I've always been taught to maneuver like that, and when he took me to LA, but bro, like I don't know, dude. When I touch down, I am just comfortable, man. Wherever yeah. I go, like. I'm just comfortable. Home is where the so, heart is, baby. First time I went there, I went to the Black Eyed Peas studios. That's fire. Yeah, it's like you can't beat that shit, bro. Like, so what changes for you guys, like visually? Is it now just gonna be like Guapo? We always talk about how your music sounds like you're at a beach. So does that mean we're just gonna start seeing you at the beach every day? Oh yeah, I'm yeah, at the beach Guapo's every day, just... baby. Yeah, you know, I'm getting his suntan <laughs> on. Yeah, well, definitely a lot more visuals, man. I'm, I'm excited for us to come uh, down that alley because we're kind of just based in the city. You can move around and have a lot of different scenery in L.A. because that's a lot of the stuff that I'm based around in the in my music that I make. So, And I think it's creator-friendly, dude. 